Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? You told us when it could be time to panic. Well, is it time to panic? Well, let me just tell you folks, it's never going to be time to panic. Because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. America is worth it. America is worth it fighting for. America's worth not giving up. And while we have that attitude of not giving up, we are constantly going to be searching, strategizing, coming up with ways to prevail. We've got the basics. We have we have millions and millions of Americans that are fed up. Can't wait to do something about it. There will be a series of ideas that people come up with based on Dealing with the fraud that we know we have to deal with. You're not alone. You're not a singular individual all by yourself out there trying to fight these people by yourself. There are 74 million plus and growing. We're not going to give up on America. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio programs on the clock. I'm so glad to be with you. Thank you so much. If you're watching or listening, I should say, on the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening materials. Hope you follow us. Download us onto your device. Give us a follow, share, five-star review, whatever. Welcome to the family. We're delighted that you're here. Before I move on and we talk about Joe Biden's ridiculous uh, Friday, January 6th, quote-unquote, commemoration. Of all things that this guy could be talking about, he could be talking about the glory of being an American citizen. He could be talking about the riches that are at our fingertips and underneath our feet in terms of oil and natural resources. He could be talking about the sky's the limit, space force, the, the great horizon and beyond, your wildest dreams. He could talk about optimism. He could talk about progress. He could talk about freedom. But a, in Joe Biden's America, all of those things are in danger and they've been threatened and that's the plan but i i noticed something very interesting and i want to bounce back to germany to where this trucker protest is joining the farmer protest because you're gonna hear something that is very familiar this is the same playbook take our zip codes take our continents aside and the storyline, it's the same strategy. And I want to read this to you just so you kind of get the background of why this is so interesting in Germany. Here's your story. I find this on, it's called The Citizen. German farmers block roads with tractors and stage protests against planned to scrap diesel tax breaks. Farmers are blocking highway access roads in parts of Germany and snarling traffic elsewhere, launching a week of protests against government's plan to scrap tax breaks on diesel used in agriculture. Well, if you're going to if you're going to remove tax breaks on the very equipment that that helps get food to market from the fields to the to the shelves, obviously you're going to do a major damage to this industry. That's by design. 
So you've got these farmers who are rising up and saying, screw you. We're not down with this. We're going to push back on that. Hell no. And now you've got the truckers saying, we're right there with you folks. Because if they're not allowed to farm, we are not going to have things to transport. We are with you in solidarity. Well, I didn't realize this. There's this kind of fringe group that's kind of pretending to be part of this German Farmers Association, much like the federal undercover assets who we know because Clay Higgins, the rep from Louisiana, says he's got proof of at least 200 undercover FBI agents in and around the Capitol on January 6th, three years ago. Of that same vein, you have imposters who are pretending to be part of this German farmers group who blocked the ability of one of the leaders of of Germany, one of the chancellors, I guess, from from coming back from visiting a neighboring island and having a weekend away. And these guys stopped him from being able to dock and come back on shore. And that totally ticked everybody off. Oh, look at it's like they said, oh, look at this MAGA wing of these truckers, these extremists. Well, they weren't down with the actual truckers' cause. They were pretty much, it feels to me, hired instigators to create the illusion of just a, a, a like a fiery protest against the government. Look, pay attention to what these people are doing here in the United States. It's the same thing. It was a setup. January 6th, a setup. What happened to prevent this chancellor guy from coming back to the German shores was a setup to create the illusion of extremists within a party that then create the threat to democracy. Ew, the threat to democracy is the government. The threat to democracy is what they do, the lengths to which they will go to not only cover their own criminality, we know that the Beltway is based on all things blackmail and bribes to not only cover up that stuff, but to cover up election fraud, to cover up all of the nefarious plans to basically destroy this country from within. Why else would we be part of the global compact on migration? It is to destroy us from within. So here you have on Friday. In commemoration of January 6th, Joe Biden decides to go out and sort of launch his official I guess, re-election campaign. What a lousy message. It's not one of uplifting stories about Americans overcoming hardships. It's not about triumph or liberty or freedom or democracy. He takes joy and glee and proudly boasts that because of his administration and the Department of Justice... Hundreds of Americans, more than a thousand, in fact, have been ensnarled in a huge setup that he's so happy about. I want you to hear a series of audio sound bites. Number one, how can you proudly talk about arresting innocent people unless you're a real dirtbag? Listen to this. One desperate act available to him, the violence of January the 6th. And since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison.
that's scary. That's dark. That is Joe Biden celebrating the weaponization of the federal government against certain people, conservatives. Proudly saying they are serving hundreds of years. That's gross. That's Joe Biden. Audio soundbite number two, he continues. And this is the obsession. When you have anything positive to run on, if you've done anything even remotely legitimate for the people, you would talk about that. But when you don't, you need an arch nemesis. You need a demon. You need the specter of danger to beat like a broken pinata. And this one has most assuredly lost all of its Tootsie Rolls. Listen to number two. What's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these, exor- these insurrectionists patriots. They're patriots. And he promised to pardon them if he returns to office. They were patriots. Did you hear what that Dutch farmer or the German farmer said? It is our right to protest. We are allowed to do that. It is one of the most important rights we have. It's almost as though he was speaking directly to the American people. Don't ever let them make you feel like you can't show up because you'll be afraid of getting snarled in with the suck. January 6th was to send a message to every parent, every Catholic, every reasonable conservative person out there, one would hope any American, who wanted to stand up and push back against something that they thought was wrong. Don't do it. You know what happened to Mark Houck. You know what happened to Alfredo Luna. You know what happened to Enrique Tario. You know what happened to Kelly Meggs. It'll happen to you too. Take my word for it. Your president is saying that right now. And finally, audio soundbite number three. I believe this is the most infuriating thing for Joe Biden. And you're going to hear it in his incredulity, which I love. Go. Trump said that there was a lot of love on January the 6th. (laughs) The rest of the nation, including law enforcement, saw a lot of hate and violence. One Capitol Police officer called it a medieval battle. Was his name Michael Fanone? And did you give him a best-selling book deal? (laughs) Because we're connecting all the dots there, Joe. And we love that you're trying to be the poster child of horror. Can you believe what happened? These people must be stopped. Joe, we know who needs to be stopped. That is what the protesters were there for. To stop you. To stop Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman. To stop the zzzzt of the ballots to the machines at all hours of the night to stop that from being okay to stop it from being okay that your vote can be canceled nice try joe no wonder they're trying to get rid of this guy right hey the problem that these folks face though on the left is that more and more americans are seeing from the video of January 6th, that this narrative is all upside down. A stunning poll I want to drop on you when you come back, when we come back. You're tuned in to the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
All right, so WND.com is the site. Poll Stunner is the headline. Nearly 40% say January 6th protesters had a point. Look, if we get to the if we get to this point in, in American history where we believe that we don't have the right to stand up and to address our government and say, whoa, 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 you all work for us when you think that doing so might put you in harm's way. Forget about threat to democracy. Democracy's over. America's over. Period. And that's what they want all of this to do. It's a giant smokescreen. You know this. Got to find a way to cover the reality of what happened in 2020. It's not enough that every single judge refused to hear any case. It's not enough. We have to create the alternate story to take everybody's attention away from what's really going on. And what's really going on is people speaking among themselves about anomalies, about things that didn't feel right, and about total fraud right in front of them. We need to intimidate anybody who has loose lips and still believes that they are free to speak freely. We need to make them quiet. Well, it's not working, unfortunately, and these polls are very interesting. So here it goes. A new poll from Suffolk University, USA Today, reveals that nearly four in 10 respondents now believe that those protesters who, quote, disrupted Congress's planned schedule on January 6, 2021, had a point. 40% say they had a point. They had a right. I get why they went. I understand why they were there. It was within their rights. The polling also shows that the American public is losing confidence in the electoral processes that installed Joe Biden in the White House that month. And a huge majority worry about threats to America's quote unquote democracy. The report explained Three years after the January 6th attacks on the U.S. Capitol, nearly half, or 46% of registered Republican voters are not confident that the nation's ballots will be accurately counted and reported in 2024. I'm surprised it's that low. More than half of Donald Trump supporters, 52%, said they lacked confidence that ballots will be accurately tallied, an indication that unsubstantiated claims of a rigged 2020 election may carry forward with Trump voters in the November 2024 election. That's part of the poll. That's what they say. It's not unsubstantiated, you know, as well as I. Just because nobody is looking into it, no judge has seen it, doesn't mean that the cases aren't valid. We know that they are. While the polling report claimed or called claims of a rigged election unsubstantiated, there has been documentation of multiple undue influences on those election results. Huh. For example, Mark Zuckerberg handed out some $400 million plus to elections officials who largely used it to recruit Biden supporters, a financial influence that never before had been present in American elections. They're dancing around the obvious, my friends. They're dancing around the obvious. Further, the FBI decided to interfere in those results by warning publications to suppress very damaging but accurate information about Biden family scandals that were contained in the laptop, blah, 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 dancing around all of it. 
Subsequent polling shows that that factor alone probably took the victory away from President Trump and handed the White House to Biden. Look, I'm going to go further than that, ladies and gentlemen, because we've done an analysis in three different battleground cities. And we showed you when the vote started and the vote stopped. And then when the vote started again and when it stopped again, and this happened three or four times from November 3rd to November 4th of 2020, my friends. Why? Because Joe Biden was getting clobbered. And they needed to create a reason to shut everything down to figure how many votes they needed to then go feed the votes into the machine or manipulate the data. Look, this is not complicated. I'm not some conspiracy theorist. We've been following this for three and a half years. We know what's going on. It's the same illusion as as January uh, 6th. It's the same story. The report continued. There is a deep partisan divide among voters regarding the electoral process, with 81% of Democrats saying they are very confident the 2024 elections will be fair, while only 14% of Republicans say they feel felt as sure. That's a big disparity. 81% of Democrats, 14% of Republicans. Look, Democrats are going to be products of the information they receive. They're going to be the voices and the activists created by the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and the and what Washington Post and ABC and NBC. That's the news they get. Look at you. You're getting news from Germany today. You're getting a video trailer that the left put out to discredit Donald Trump. You're getting polls that they don't want you to see. You're getting everything the mainstream media is blocking and social media is preventing you from getting. And that, again, is winning. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio Network, my friends, do not mess with the man's family. And really, do not mess with that man if his name is Bill Ackman. What the billionaire is doing to fight back against the liberal media next. All right, so before I get to Bill Ackman, billionaire hedge fund guy, went to Harvard, talked about Harvard, pushing for Harvard to hold Claudine Gay and itself accountable for all of the nonsense of the last several weeks, but mainly for her plagiarism. That does not make you a racist. That does not make you a bad person. If you hold somebody accountable, irrespective of their physical appearance or their gender, that makes you a realist. And that is what Bill Ackman is calling for. And now the knives are out for Bill Ackman going after his wife. Oh, wait. Before I move on from this, the survey, more than eight in 10 voters said they worried about threats to democracy in the United States. Top responses about the greatest threat included Donald Trump at 18%, government corruption and dysfunction at 10%, and immigration and open borders At 8% asked which party is more responsible for threatening democracy. 40% of Republic or respondents said Democrats and 40% said Republicans. But this is big. Regarding January 6th, the report said there is now sympathy for the protesters. This is a huge break in this armor that the left has been walking around, comforted in, protected by, A story of suck. And people are seeing and hearing for themselves. 
Only 48% of voters overall said they thought the rioters were criminal. (laughs) That's staggering. 48% said they thought the rioters were criminals. A significant drop from the 70% of voters who thought so in a Suffolk survey conducted just weeks after the attacks. Those who agreed that, quote, they went too far, but they had a point, rose to 37% from 24%. There's a shift. The more they've beaten this story, the more the video has gotten out, the more the uh, whistleblowers have stepped forward, the more responsible members of Congress have pushed and prodded, the more elected officials have been questioned, i.e. Chris Ray, about what really happened that day, the more the narrative starts to fall apart. Joe Biden desperately tried to resurrect it last night. He tried to nail it on the cross. People are not buying it because God gave you something amazing. Common sense. And that is a fact. So I want to get to this Bill Ackman. Look, I read his his Twitter account over the weekend. He wrote a Twitter thread that is important. The reason why billionaire donors have gone after the Ivy League schools and these universities is multi-pronged. Its beginning was the inability of of campus leaders, of campus uni- of university presidents to, to denounce threats against Jews. Period. Full stop. End of story. That's it. If, if you cannot do that, if you cannot guarantee the safety of all people on your campus, then what are you doing? But then it got really ugly with Claudine Gay. And the search into her background yielded so much of suck And ultimately, she was forced to resign, but it really wasn't anything because she still gets paid. She didn't lose her position at Harvard. She lost a title, but she's still a teacher. Why would you ever want your student to take a a class taught by a serial plagiarist? And, And now there are serious questions about any of her quote unquote scholarly work. If any of it was actually original, if even her thesis in her dissertation holds water. So then Business Insider over the weekend did something really gross. They decided to go uh, go after Bill Ackman's wife and take some of her published works and to see if she has plagiarized anything either. A tit for tat of childishness. This story, redstate.com headline, Bill Ackman lights up colleges and media in fiery posts after wife is targeted for plagiarism. It is a super disgusting thing for a member of the media to drop a bombshell, aha, got you sort of story and give you only 90 minutes to respond to it. Hi, so-and-so, we're going to be publishing this story. We'd like your comment. One, it involves you being free to be able to sit down and read about it. Two, it involves you even seeing said message in enough time to respond, right? And three, it underscores how aha got you media have become. It's not about exposing truth or or helping push us forward as a people, keeping the, the government accountable. It's about being 
a an interference runner for the establishment to vomit out its propaganda. Bill Ackman is the billionaire founder and CEO of Pershing Square Capital Management. We've spoken about him in several iterations and stories the past couple of months. He's been involved prominently in trying to hold Harvard and other universities responsible for their actions. First, when some Harvard student organizations were involved in a letter blaming Israel for the October 7th attack. And then when the three Ivy League presidents couldn't categorically state that calling for genocide against Jews would be against their university code of conduct. You know all of this. Well, over the past couple of days, Bill Ackman's posts on X have been going viral. As he talks about how his wife has now been targeted with charges of plagiarism by Business Insider. He believes his family is now being attacked because of his calls for accountability. This is grade school childishness. This is a refusal, which is epidemic in our country today. A refusal to take responsibility for one's own failings and corruption and lack of ideas and and lack of anything substantive. And to instead come in the in the rear and launch an attack on your opponent. Uh, That smokescreen doesn't take away from your own sock, friends. This is what's going on. His wife is not a public figure. She isn't a dean or even teaching now, so it's clear that this is about Bill Ackman. But it sounds like folks in academia are going to regret this big time as it's only serving to make him more determined to go after them. And this is what he tweeted over the weekend. My wife, Neri Oxman. Something went wrong, of course, as I'm loading the tweet. Hold, please. Here we go. My wife, Neri Oxman, was just contacted by Business Insider, claiming that they've identified other plagiarism in her work, including 15 examples in her dissertation where she did not cite Wikipedia as a source. (laughs) Business Insider told us that they're publishing their story this evening. As a result, we don't have time to research their claims prior to publication. It is unfortunate that my actions to address problems in higher education have led to these attacks on my family. This experience has inspired me to save all news organizations from the trouble of doing plagiarism reviews. We will be... Don't take off a billionaire by going after his wife. Don't go after a man's family. We will begin, he says, with a review of the work of all current MIT faculty members, President Cornbluff, and other officers of the corporation and its board members for plagiarism. We will be using MIT's own plagiarism standards, which can be found here. And then he presents a link. We will share our findings in the public domain as they are completed in the spirit of transparency. Going after his wife. That is a very typical, petty, leftist strategy. It's unfortunate that my actions to address problems in higher education have led to these attacks on my family. A lot of people cheered his response and his tweets went viral with more than 14 million views 
Bill Ackman also said he would be checking on Business Insider as well for plagiarism. Oh, 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 you poked the wrong bear, you suckers. Of course, then the next day, Ackman went on to say the effort would not be limited, but should encompass other schools. Well, if you've got access to artificial intelligence and you can plug in somebody's entire dissertation, you can put in somebody's everything that they've ever written and put it against the universe of already written work and check them. Is that really what they want to uncover? Is it actually going to come to this? Or do you think these universities will do the right thing? Then this is interesting. Bill Ackman tweeted out this. Last night, no one at MIT had a good night's sleep. Shortly after I posted that we were launching a plagiarism review of all current MIT faculty, the president, members of MIT's administration and its board, I'm sure that an audible collective gasp could be heard around the campus. Why? Well, every faculty member knows that once their work is targeted by AI, they will be outed. Nobody of written work in academia can survive the power of AI. Searching for missing quotation marks, failures to paraphrase appropriately, and or the failure to properly credit the work of others. But it wasn't just the MIT faculty that did not sleep last night. The entire Harvard faculty, its governing board members, and its administrative leadership did not sleep well either. Because why would we stop at MIT? Business Insider, we learned, went after Bill Ackman's children, phoned them, tried to get comment from them. This is the responsibility epidemic we have in America. The left does not want to be held accountable for its lies, its misdeeds, its bad policy. It wants a quick fix, an abortion, an omnibus bill, right? Some alternate story that's used as a smokescreen to which we can all point our fingers in deflection. And they believed that going after billionaire, and I say billionaire because he's got the resources to put all of these jack wagons through the artificial intelligence ringer. Do they really want that? Or do you think Business Insider ought to be calling Mr. Ackman ASAP and issuing a retraction and an apology? Oh, things are getting dicey, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a good thing. That's winning. All right, when we come back, Blacks for Trump. You know, James Clyburn is a, is a little bit worried. What's going on with Joe Biden's support from the black community? Oh, that's right. It's cratering. Freak out. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, they think that they've got everybody so conned that, uh, that you've been beaten into submission, that they uh, broke you during COVID, that you're just some quivering frady cat worried oh they they have no idea the resolve <laughs> uh the love of country the the patriotism that they try to demonize so desperately
on the left. And it just must suck so much to lose as much as they do. Because black voters aren't stupid. They know damn well what's going on in this country. They know that the Democrat Party, which has now been completely overrun by progressive communist Marxist socialists of sock, that these people have promised them the world for generations and have delivered absolutely zero. Period. And they're going for Donald Trump. And it's freaking them out. And it's fun to listen to. So over the weekend, Jake Tapper has uh, Jim Clyburn on. James Clyburn, Clyburn, he's the guy from South Carolina, got the black Trump for Joe Biden. Many people say, that's why Joe Biden won. Well, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I'm not an election denier when I say there's not a snowball's chance in hell that that's what happened. And you know better too, okay? So when J- when James Clyburn is very concerned about the black vote for Biden, uh, I think you know that the Democrats have a huge problem. So he's the House Assistant Democratic Leader. He told Jake Tapper on Sunday he's very concerned about black voters showing up for Joe Biden in the 2024 election. And and coming from, from Clyburn, I mean, it's a pretty big deal, pretty substantial admission that should be taken very seriously by the White House. Or should it be? Well, let's hear. I want you to hear the exchange. Here's Jake Tapper asking James Clyburn, are you are you concerned? Well, I'm not really. No, uh, actually, yeah. Listen. How, how worried are you about black voters showing up for President Biden in November? Well, I'm not worried. I'm very <laughs> concerned. And I have sat down with President Biden. I don't know. I saw those reports. I've also seen at least one report indicating that I have sat down uh, with President Biden, and I did uh, with him, uh, and I've uh, told him what my concerns are. I have no problem with the Biden administration and what it has done. My problem is that we have not been able to break through uh, that MAGA wall in order to get to people exactly what this president has done. Wow. If you don't have a problem with what this administration has put this country through for what next week going the third, third year, full third year, if Jim Clyburn, Clyburn is not concerned at all about what's been going on, that is the problem. The black community clearly has the wrong representation. Because, Congressman Clyburn, you clearly should be advocating at the very basic level for things that matter to your community. They should matter to all of our communities. But for some reason, the black community in general has gotten so royally hosed by Democrats. It starts with school choice, sir. And if you refuse to allow black parents to decide where to educate their children... Every single year that you guys put your feet in the mud on that very basic storyline that opens the door to actual education, it's a survival of the fittest. It's the ultimate in capitalism. If parents decide schools that don't fit the bill, that don't make the grade, close. And others that do, that provide All of the tools that children need to become independent thinkers. 
to realize their wildest dreams. Those are the schools that thrive. Mr. Clyburn. In other words, he's parroting the White House lines out there. We've done an awesome job. If you people can't see that, that's on you. They'll try everything. We're, we're missing out on the, the Zoomer vote. The young American, the Generation Z vote. These are college kids and older. Well, what are we going to do to attract them? Well, let's pretend like we're going to take away their student debt. Do you know that the student loans, it's the number one asset of our federal government? The number one. Do you really think they're going to absolve people of loans? It'll limp them across the finish line in November, hopefully, for them. But that's the plan. Placate. Stall, delay, deny, point fingers, obfuscate. Create a smokescreen. Create an alternate story. Lead people in a different direction. Demonize Donald Trump. Blame MAGA Republicans. Black voters aren't stupid. They know very well what's going on. They know very well when they live in communities that they cannot get out of. They know very well. Jim Clyburn saying the hard part out loud. I'm not concerned. I'm just, I'm not worried. I'm just very concerned. Well, that's the, that's the definition, my man, of worried. And you should be worried. We want government that stays out of our way. Not a government that wants us addicted and angry and sick and broke and needy. That is called a threat to democracy, sir. You got the wrong representatives in a lot of different places, my friends. When we come back, hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. I think it's fascinating. More and more Americans are rejecting toxic liberalism, and that's code for your mainstream media. The numbers of people reading the Washington Post, oh my goodness, friends. It's in free fall. I'll take you there next.